Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Okay, my ladies, uh, my beautiful people, uh, wherever you are in the world, or is it morning, afternoon, evening, even night for you guys in India, Australia? Hello and welcome. We are kicking off our live talk shows. And you know what? It's been a hot minute or three months <laughs> since last one. And I couldn't be like more grateful that it just happened to be a live talk show with some of my favorite humans in the online space. Like seriously, it just happened so that my guest who was scheduled just had to do something else, something came up and these beautiful ladies are saving my butt and actually showing up for me because that's what they do. Welcome, Anitra and Carrie. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It actually worked out really well. <laughs> yes, I know. It's divine. It's just, it happens. It happens for us. Um, and I think it's just, I, I think Carrie will, will go more into this, but I would really love to start with, with you, Anitra, and um, sharing your story, like, who are you and what do you do? And a little back background so our uh, listeners and viewers can get to know you and your beautiful heart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think your heart is beautiful too. I, I am Anitra. I'm in Arizona. I'm a stay-at-home mom to a 10-year-old. And I've had the blessing and the fortune to be able to do so. But it came at the expense of kind of losing who I was as a person, as a woman, as my place in society and in the world and in communities. I just got wrapped up in being mom. And one day you just find yourself an audience member to everybody else's life. You know, you show up for everybody, but you're not really showing up for yourself. So hmm. it kind of led me on a path to step back into my life, which led me into some communities where I met YouTube beauties and... Um, yeah, I just kind of decided that if I can just pull one other mom from Googling, what do I do when I grow up, you know, or asking Surrey, what should I do with my life, then they need to come join us <laughs> because we know exactly how that feels. At least I, I speaking for myself, I know exactly. I've done that myself. I've done that exact thing. So, yeah, I just, um, that's what I'm doing now, just trying to create a community of, of women and their midlife that are ready to dream their life, dream their dreams intentionally to fulfill their life and their joy. I just love that you said community because I think that 
um, not just because of the COVID and everything that is happening, but we really need that connectedness, right? More than ever. Um, I think because of the social media, it just became so at one point became just so scary to be on socials. And now it's like the the ultimate way to get connected. And we got connected online and we created this beautiful relationship. And I and I think that we can lead with so much value, integrity and, and heart um, when we are meeting people online. And I just love that you are actually creating community where people will see be seen, heard and supported. That's so supported amazing. Supported and understood. Yes, definitely. Yeah. They're not alone. And, 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 I mean, being a stay-at-home mom by itself can kind of be depressing if you're not really practicing self-care and keeping yourself in touch with yourself. But then you go oh, yeah. online and you see people that are like, they've got it all together and they're going and living great lives and you're just, it's not a healthy headspace. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we can get into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a great topic. Uh, Carrie, tell us, like, what is your beautiful purpose? What are you doing in this role right now? And a little bit of a background story. Well, when you asked who am I, I was like, oh, my gosh, not the big daunting question, because I think that's <laughs> the question we all are searching for no matter like where you are on your journey right whether you're 20 30 50 60 70. so who am i i'm carrie faith knudsen and i reside in oregon in the pacific northwest of the united states and i really didn't know who i was for like my entire life i feel like <laughs> i'm still self-discovering that but I felt like I, who I was, was um, associated with my titles, um, what other people thought I was. When I became a mother at age 31, so that was 12 years ago, actually 32, I don't know, something like that, 30 something. When I became a mother, I finally like felt like I was reconnected to my purpose, which was, living for someone else and not just for myself because I was stuck in my own misery of depression, anxiety, illness, sickness for so long up until that point. So who I, who I started to become was like obsessed with goal setting and achieving. And I think I've heard this in your story, Deanna, was, you know, I, I just started going after goal, after goal, after goal in my career. Um, and my health and running and um, getting a degree at age 41, all these things. And then even though I checked all those boxes off because I love that forward movement, I still was like, well, who am I after all that? And mm -hmm. so that's why I'm just so, um, so committed to guiding women, especially midlife women and the Gen Xers specifically uh, to reconnecting with who they are, because it does take more than just achieving goals. It takes going inward and connecting with your soul. So I don't know if that answered your question, but I think who we are is love and light. And that's really Yay! all. That <laughs> I had that. I had it. <laughs> so, I was like, when yes. she will say, when when she said when you said like who am I I I thought the first thought was she will say I am light and I, and I was like I am love <laughs> and so so aligned so aligned you totally are. 
So I get asked, you know, I've been getting asked of a lot lately, like what, what is a Gen Xer? So first off, like Gen Xers don't even know that they fit into this Gen X, which is crazy <laughs> because all baby boomers know they're baby boomers and all millennials know they're millennials. But I feel like Gen X who are, um, you know, from 40 to 55 around, we don't really know who we are because we ha haven't had a real sense of even our generation. Um, and so that's why I'm really um, so just falling in love and supporting this community because we went after what we thought our parents wanted us to do a lot of the time and check the boxes and are still feeling lost. I say we feel like we're 30 perhaps, but we're lost like we're 20. <laughs> wow, lost generation. <laughs> my goodness like i haven't thought about that and i only know that i'm millennial because there is a fun lady um <laughs> this crazy uh well she's a stand-up comedy so she has this uh, phrase that she invented and she's elderly millennial she's my age and that's why i know i'm millennial then i would google do i fit in this elderly millennial i just don't want to be millennial i want to be elderly millennial so it was so fun but yeah so this this is so cool i think so that can i just share one story i do have a story yeah. because you said you wanted uh me to share a story and it came to mind because you brought up the millennial and i'm not saying i i don't love millennials like you i just like i'm called to serve this certain demographic but I remember I was on a plane about, I don't know, five, seven years ago, I was mid thirties and I was putting up um, a bag. I was getting my bag in the overhead compartment and one of the stewards, I think that's what you call them now, right? The stewards, um, the flight attendant, they asked if they could help me. And I said, no, I got it. Right. And he called me a millennial and I was like offended. <laughs> no way. I was personally offended that he would actually just call me a millennial and really I should have been, I should have been flattered, right? Because who I was, I didn't realize like really who I was in that moment and how that could have been. I could have taken that as a compliment that because I was young and independent, but I took it as like a, a personal like some I took it personally and I don't know why I took it personally, but it just goes to show you like how millennials have been so like levitated ever since I can remember and the baby boomers have got all the attention and how we are like the this midlife like we're taking care of our kids that are aging and our our parents that are aging and there's so mm -hmm. many stresses on uh people that are 40 50 that we just and you know we have a fear of being seen unheard and i did for so long because in that moment of the flight attendant wanting to help me i didn't really want to be seen and i didn't want to really have the help but i know that that's the only way that i could grow and actually flourish i hope that's oh, resonating. I love that yeah, and I have a follow-up question, but I would love to invite people who are joining us um, to just add, like, in the comment, add, if you're a, a, um, a Gen X, is it X Gen, Gen X, or you're a millennial? So millennials are 82 and younger, okay? 82 and younger, right? 
and everyone who are 82 and older are Gen X. So let us know in the chat, even if you're watching on the replay, let us know in the chat, who are you? Or maybe you identify yourself with millennial and you know, just tell us. But the follow-up question is like, do you feel that because that generation didn't got any attention, like baby, you were mentioning like baby boomers, and this is like really me being curious, Baby boomers had like their special attention. Millennials, of course, they are everywhere, just just popping out. Um, and then, um, of course, our babies. But then, in between, we have this generation that kind of no one gave them attention. Do you think that that's why these beautiful women are like more and more even like need that special care and attention? And do you feel that? not just your calling, like what you guys will be doing, and we will talk about this, but is that something that we can all raise awareness around? Mm -hmm. Is that something that we should all be considering? It, I, I don't want to take up all the space to speak, but like it hits like home. It almost like pains me because yes, I feel like those women are like, still subject to 1900s beliefs and that programming, right? Of like my parents were born because of World War II. My grandparents lived through the um, Great Depression and I absorbed all that fear and all that, you know, limit all those limiting beliefs and just all those beliefs and the programming from that. But then we were taken through I mean, I remember in high school, I didn't have this computer here. I didn't have, it was just college that I figured out the World Wide Web, right? And that was, that is one of the biggest like uh, discoveries in humanity almost besides the industrial revolution. And so, but yeah, we still need to contribute in uh, workforce and society for, you know, we don't see retirement for another 10, 20, 30 years, depending on where we are. So we really want to contribute financially. We want to contribute to society. Yet we're still like trying to figure out how to um, use TikTok, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like the truth is, the truth is, this isn't your mom's midlife. You know, our moms are baby boomers, and this is a completely different midlife than what they had. Retirement was earlier than retirement was more mm. secure than. Um, your retirement years were painted very much with you paid off your house, you took a couple vacations a year, you went and visited grandkids. The world has changed completely since our moms were 45, you know? Wow. Yeah. And, and the age of um, life expectancy and health, you know, I mean, if you take care of yourself, you you really could see 100. And that's that's being completely honest. So at 45, don't start, you know, talking to your retirement broker. Let's try to figure out what you're going to do with the next 45 years. You know, it's there's plenty mm. to be had, and there's this big old world that we can have connection to that wasn't it wasn't as as feasible or as practical back then. So, and I think for generations to come, I mean, the millennials will probably have it figured out. They got the answers to everything. But <laughs> for those of us that aren't a millennial, um. I think we need to help each other out and really make the mm -hmm. most of these next few years. We're not, we, we are literally at a point of being able to start over. And I love it. Mm -hmm. I love finding yeah. energy in that. So, 
So two questions. So where do midlife like they feel lost? Like where where do they feel lost? And the second, like I would love to know, um, is there anything in particular that you know you identify as their biggest pain? Like where do they like not just feel lost, but why is there? Why are they like have this big opportunity to relive, to reignite, to you know redefine their life? Why is that their big opportunity? Why now? Well, why not now? <laughs> I mean, don't wait. I mean, don't wait another 10 years to decide that, oh, I wish I would have gone and done something different. And I'm not saying this isn't a place of regret. There's no reason to look back on any decisions that anybody's ever made and, and want to you know, do over. But it is a great time to re-identify who you really do want to be and get clarity in that person and live intentionally every day striving for that so uh, yeah I mean, because I carrie said better. like yeah carrie Sorry. said like we are just re re rediscovering tiktok and we are trying to you know also fit in the modern world but we are still like in you know this that's why i was thinking like is that like because you feel that or your you're you're kind of late into all of this or you guys feel like um okay there's still so many opportunities out there we can jump in yeah no i i think there's a lot of opportunities out there and we can jump in i think that the millennials may want to squeeze us out they might want to take over the world and you know all power to them but there are those of mm. us that also have some wisdom and some knowledge and some old school you know, stuff from the 80s that they're never going to get to experience. And I feel very blessed to have been an 80s girl and got to do the things that, you know, it was safe to go out and play until the streetlights came on. You know, it was a completely different world. And I, and not that, you know, not trying to get us, I'm not trying to throw us back. I'm definitely trying to move the world forward. But I think there's room for us to participate in it. And I think that we should you know, we're not old. We're not your typical senior citizens. We're not going to just go to some little home and sit forever, you know, and I just want people to get back in there and, and take care of themselves and really just want to live a bigger life. That's just kind mm. of my passion right now. <laughs> I see. And Carrie, I think this will be, will be, will be a great question for you because I think that you are so aligned with your purpose and like you're so living you know you live what you are like I so feel mm -hmm. that you found yourself like you just reconciliate what you were always meant to be like I feel every time I see you like is that like beaming presence so powerful like uh when I look your your Instagram when I look your reels like it's so so real um so tell that me that gives me chills you, you, thank you for saying that <laughs> yeah but but you know we have been blessed and we had i don't know it's not even a privilege we just took an opportunity to um and i'm gonna like sneak in into your world i'm gonna say i'm also a midwife, uh midwife midlife midwife uh but we had this opportunity to be taught by some of the the best people in this plant on this planet but what would you say like if women are listening now and they say, wow, but it's easy for you. You had these opportunities, you gained these capabilities, but how do I start redefining or even identifying who I am? Um, how do they start? Like, what would your suggestion be? 
So what your your compliment was like so just so heartwarming, Deanna, because it's taken me like 25 years to get to where I am. So if you see me like showing up confidently or grounded, it's because I've taken my self-discovery journey started in 1997 or something like that when I found meditation, took a class in meditation in college. And at that point realized that I had been experiencing depression like my whole life. And so mm. it's been like a long journey to get here. And finally, when I found Tony Robbins, which was just in the past few years, um, well, I would say about five years ago and really diving into that community of, of what he teaches, it was like not new to me because it was something that I found emotional mastery, a physical mastery, spiritual mastery through like reading like so many books through like being in the trenches, not wanting to wake up. I mean, there's so many like down points in my life. It's like, and I don't want to see anyone stuck there where I was for so long because I was there throughout my whole twenties when wow. everyone else was like going out partying and, and finding their mates and, you know, creating families and careers. I was like stuck in bed, not wanting to live. So um, it just humbles me that you see like the new person that I've created, which I didn't start with the how that's the thing is that everyone starts with the how and the how is about the who. And I say mm. that all the time, like on social and people are asking questions and I always say it's about the who and people don't get that. It's about who you are right on the inside. And I don't want anyone to take 25 years to figure it out. That's why I'm, always putting out content why I, I, you know, want to guide and I'm guiding other people through that journey. Because if I can do it six months for you or three months or one year, and it took me 25 years, like that is priceless. So how the how really is the who, who are you, who you were in the past is not going to help you create the dreams of the future. So that's why I always start with identity because identity is the number one driver of all human behavior. And not only was it my own self-discovery journey is that I've been studying psychology since the early nineties. Wow. That's a long time ago, like 30 years. So I consider myself a holistic psychologist because I didn't ever feel connected to focusing on the problem. I always wanted to focus on the solution. Um, and yeah. seeing what's possible out there instead of trying to fix what's broken. Because if you try and fix what's broken, right, where focus goes, energy flows, something's always going to be broken. Mm -hmm. So focus on what the dream is, right? And it's about the identity. It's about like, like um, one of our mentors says, this person is created, like I'm on carry 21.0 right? <laughs> For all my uh, Gen Xers, you remember Y2K, you know where you were, you know that feeling. Well, now I'm on 21.0. So it's always opportunities for upgrades. I absolutely got chills like when you were, were describing the Carrie who, who was suffering and now I only see joy and I mm. see this, I really see this light. Um, and not just because I see you on socials, but be because all the connections that we have been like nurturing and, you know, just building throughout these years. And I just want to command you for that. Like it's, it's wow. It's, it's just so, woo. 
And really that was just like lacking self-love, right? If you Mm -hmm. can just like embrace the self-love and crack open the light, it's always been there. It just wasn't awakened. And so that's why, you know, one pillar of what we're really teaching is about the awakening because the love is there and we're giving it all away. That's the thing is that the the answer is and why this is so important is that we're always putting other people before ourselves and our purpose was associated with accomplishments right become a mother or a wife or a graduate or your career and that's who you were but now like that's why millennials stand out because millennials are about the impact and about the importance of influence Mm -hmm. the influence and how that's going to give back to the world and we were only thinking about how we're going to give to a company as a job Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. or our families i love that you mentioned that is like really this this distinction because i think now i get it like x gen Gen x like these are the 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 caregivers these are the Mm -hmm. women who always tend to give um there's always family first there's always and the cup gets empty, right? And oh, yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah, 100%. Oh, you have such a beautiful mission, both of you. Like, I'm just so blown away that I, I never saw, like, and I'm a, I'm a nerd. I like, I stalk people. Like, I never saw, like, this beautiful intention um, until you guys started with this, like, movement and we're going to help this midlife, midwives <laughs> And it's so, so beautiful. Like, I just want to, now I understand. It's so, so important. So beautiful. Well, um, you know, it's funny that you're Freudian slipping the midwife, but the mid, the mid, the midwife, because that's really what we are. It's so, you're just not <laughs> another marketing. It's like we're midwives for everyone. Yes. For our yes. Like, we're, we're our kids, for other future, you know, mothers that are yet to be a, a birth into the world, right? We're midwives right. for everyone. And, and that's something that, yeah, and this is something that we had a conversation. I got off the conversation. They're like, I, I'm thinking of these women who, who helped me to deliver my babies. They're like, they're there to protect this women, these women who huh? just need special care. And, and I don't know why I associate midwives, with, but I just felt the feeling of midwife is what is that you guys are actually doing, like taking care of other women because you took care of yourself and now from this place of love and light you're able to give to to others right it's not that you're gonna you know because you already did the work and mm-hmm. now it's time for you to pass that work i'm just so super excited oh thank you we're excited too and thank we you our, our ninja queen which we, we have our ninja queen larissa <laughs> hey I'm hey here. larissa Anitra, I have a question for you. Um, How it is like for women who are, maybe they are not just stay-at-home moms, like they're in in corporate career, like Mm -hmm. they have like successful maybe businesses or careers and they are, you know, have these kids at, at home, maybe, you know, the partners are successful. What it is that makes them unfulfilled? Like what it is that makes them like, ah, oh, I just feel that I'm meant for more, but 
they are not taking that step. Why they're they're stuck? Because they could have like they're financially, you know, fulfilled. What is that that is keeping them stuck? Yeah, I think because before I, you know, became a mom and I, I decided to take that path. Kind of it was a last call kind of thing. I was 38. Are you doing it or not? Because I was busy working and I was busy traveling for work and I was running offices globally and I loved my job. And I think if I had not stepped out to be a mom, I would have just kept chasing that dream. And it probably would have led me to right where I am today, unfulfilled either way, depressed and just complacent. It was just a rinse and repeat. And it was checking boxes and I was getting a reward from it because I was serving. But I don't know that I was taking care of myself. I don't know that I was actually Mm -hmm. stepping into what I was capable of doing. I was just doing what I was raised to do. You know, if you don't do this, then you do that. If you're not going to be a wife and a mom, then you're going to be a career woman. And there really wasn't a lot of in between for my generation growing up. And so I, I think I would have ended up here anyway. So no, even even a career mom right now that's probably just gotten so comfortable chasing that next promotion or that next raise or that next project and the, the pay's good, the lifestyle's good. You can't complain. And I and I feel the same way. As a stay-at-home mom, I can't complain. I, I appreciated that. And I was very blessed and very fortunate. I'm not going to complain even on the worst of the days. I'm not giving mm-hmm. that back. I love it. But but I know I'm meant for more. I know I can do yeah. bigger. I know I can step into a bolder lifestyle. And that's, it's that challenge and that experience that I want people to to kind of sit with for a minute and just kind of ask yourself, you know, although you've been successful and you're doing a great job, but are you really like living your dream? Like what was your dream? Did you ever have your own? And uh, what are you doing to get to it? So. Hmm. Yeah. I I love that. Uh, Carrie, tell us like, you know, you, you found that, you know, piece that was missing. Mm -hmm. You found that solution. You worked through all these challenges and, Mm -hmm. Um, and now you are putting, you, both of you are putting together something beautiful that it's called midlife motivation masterclasses that is starting in a week from now, you guys. And that's why, um, I'm just so excited to, to have you guys here and to, you know, just, just tell people what are you doing and the invitation that you have for, for our listeners and viewers. Well, I think that I know that everyone wants to be happy, right? And in my own like quest, that's all I wanted when I was 20 was I was searching for happiness. And so I realized through that 20 year long journey of what really brings long term sustained happiness. And it wasn't checking off the boxes. And that's really, I feel like what happens when you do check off all the boxes of career or motherhood or success is we're all looking for happiness and joy. And what's missing a lot besides the joy and the long-term sustained happiness is the adventure. And because we were seeking out so much certainty and having stability, we're missing out on that excitement of what's next. And that's a little bit of uncertainty. And for me, you know, it was like jumping into masterminds, communities, paying for programs that I was like, oh my gosh, This is more than I've ever paid for anything besides a car. Um, But I knew that it was like one baby step after another. And really what brings long-term sustained happiness is finding 
discovering the purpose and the meaning and finding peace in the presence, but also having people around me. Like I wanted to do everything alone. Mm -hmm. I was striving myself at independence. I traveled alone. Uh, I still would travel alone. I love to do everything on my own, but I realized I could do so much more and be happier and fulfill that love and connection need when I put myself around other people that may have the same stresses and also have the same aspirations. So mm. uh, the masterclass is starting next um, Tuesday, August 31 uh, to September 2nd. I know you wanted me to share a little bit of that. And we're gonna be focusing on who, why, and how. So, um, everyone starts with the how, but really, I, like I said, it's identity, it's who, right? And it's not just who you are, it's who around you is going to help you also. Like Deanna, I couldn't get the, this word out without you. I couldn't do this without Anitra. And anyone that's called to do more in their life and have more happiness, like I, I'm there for you <laughs> and we're there for you. Definitely. I love how you said that. And and I love how you touched on the whole uh, doing it by ourselves. I think that is a characteristic of Gen Xers. We were raised mm -hmm. to be independent. We were raised to be self-sufficient. We were raised to be, you know, especially the women, to be equal in the men's world. Like step up, show up, you know, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the boys. So it's very hard to kind of lean into a community and kind of, come together. And, and I can vouch for that. I've been quiet. I mean, I've been in a community with you guys for a few years. And I know I started out extremely quiet, just kind of, you know, feeling my way around and getting to know people slowly. But it's invaluable. I mean, just having the community and knowing you guys and, and our, you know, our queen here, our rock star, I call it rock star, who's watching along. I mean, all of you guys have just been a huge blessing and a huge contribution to moving this forward. And I, I couldn't be here without you guys. So thank you. Yeah, I love that. And, and definitely, like, my sister is seven years older than, than me. And I could definitely, like, see her because she was always this... Um, <laughs> if you were put in a room like Tarzan and Jane, she would be a Tarzan. <laughs> like, like, my sister was always this, like, you know, brave woman. I always am with her. Like, she was, she was like, always, you know... <sighs> She would, we were at seventh floor and in this building and she would, <laughs> parents didn't left, 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 leave her. Like she, she was grounded and she would go to neighbors through the balcony. And she was like, like what are you doing? <laughs> she was so brave. Like she was so like unstoppable. And I always felt like, yeah, I have this role model. And what she was saying like is, and she never, never, ever, like if I now, um, she just have four fourth baby like she's 44 and she's like uh, it's like a, okay fourth 45 and she's like okay do you need any help no no i can yeah. handle it like <laughs> like she's such a queen and i just feel like my goodness um she has so much strength but it it is it is lonely huh? i see her heart, like she's lonely yeah. like sometimes i just feel like and she doesn't want to admit, like, this is the thing. I'm so stubborn. I'm so proud. Like, no, no one will help me. Right? Right? 
Yeah. I mean, look at Nitra. She's like the, the matriarch. She is. She's wearing the crown. But it's like we all need to lean on each other to Definitely. accomplish like our lasting, our lasting legacy and, and our dreams. And that's really where I think in midlife, you start seeing the end more than the beginning, right? You see the light at the end of the tunnel, but it's still like so dark. It oh, still mm-hmm. seems so lonely in it. Yeah. That's true. No, and, and it shouldn't be like, it's really like, you know, we have the, we have everything. Like if we just need to say yes to ourselves, right? Yep. And I know that this is hard, but you, you ladies, if you're listening to this or you know someone who would who would benefit from a community and who sees the light and carry and see that strength and Anitra and they need both of them in their lives, like please like tag them here and they're the share this with someone who you know want a little bit of a kick in a butt, but also tough love and, and just positivity. Like and, and I know that. Sometimes we feel like, yeah, that's this positivity is a crap. But sometimes we need people who will lead us through through the dark tunnels, or you know, just to 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 find that you know. Sometimes it's good to cry when you are in a community with like-minded people. You can cry and you can be happy if you have the right people around yourself. And I think that's so beautiful um anything else that i didn't ask you and you would love to share <laughs> no I, I i mean again if this resonates with anybody that's listening it, even if you don't know what you want that's the point like we are definitely mm-hmm. looking for the people that don't know what they want yes please join us yes. And, it, and it's not going to be handed to you i mean carrie and i definitely have an abundance of, of knowledge and wisdom and resources to help everybody but you've got to you've got to want it and you've got to kind of show up and, and be prepared to to you know, call yourself out and really assess where you are and and dig deep on where you want to go. But but it's okay if you don't have those answers right now. It's okay if you don't know that today. Just consider being there with us. Hmm, that's beautiful. Yeah. So we're gonna link the the link in the in the description. But you guys, like seriously, and if you have any questions, just type them uh, below when you are watching this. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure Carrie and Nitra will come and answer the questions. But thank you so much. Like you're doing an amazing job. And I'm just so, so proud to be doing this journey with you guys. So thank you so much. I think today was a perfect example of, of just jump and leap before you're ready, right? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this is how we do it. Like this is yeah. how we do it. Uh, and I think like more you surround yourself with people who are showing you that, that that way is, yeah, it's scary, but we do it. Like we we just go and overcome these fears. And guess what? Like it's nothing scary, but it's so much magic on the other side. It's a magic and it feels good, yes. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It feels like, and back to that, I am enough. I am love. Like, I am enough. I don't need to be afraid because I always say, like, fear and love, they just can't co-reside. And when you break that free, you can be love. Mm -hmm. But you can, you break free from that fear, you are ultimately the pure love. (laughs) And that's what what you guys are, are always showing. Like, you're just so fearless and unstoppable. I just love you so much, both of you. Love you. Thank you so much. 
Okay, fearless and successful people. You heard the ladies. We'll jump. We'll post the link in the show notes. Um, but if you have any questions, just tag us. We are here. We are here to support you. We are here to guide you. Much love and speak soon. Ciao. 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 <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG Stories. Until next time, dreamer. Mwah.